It's Tuesday, August 20th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, we're diving into a new digital tax that France wants big tech companies to pay. We'll connect the dots on what this digital tax is and why tech companies and President Trump want France to scrap it. Then, cyber hackers have successfully targeted computer systems in 23 towns in Texas. We'll give you the details. And finally, college football season is kicking off, and we've got your pregame report. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by Fleur. The most complicated story of the day is about digital taxes. Representatives from Amazon, Google, and Facebook were in Washington this week, doing a lot of complaining. The thing they're up in arms about? A new tax that France wants them to start paying. It's called a digital tax. The tax is the first of its kind, and now other countries could follow France's lead. So today we're going to get into the details of the digital tax proposal, why President Trump and companies like Amazon and Google are freaking out, and why you should care about how this shakes out. You probably know that when it comes to President Trump and some of America's biggest tech companies, there's some bad blood. Trump has bashed Amazon and its CEO, Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, which Trump calls a, quote, propaganda machine. He's also accused companies like Facebook and Google of discriminating against him and other conservatives. This week, he even claimed that Google manipulated votes in the 2016 election without any evidence. So Trump and big tech don't have the best relationship. But there's one major thing they all agree on. They're not a fan of France's digital tax. Here's what France's plan does. It forces big tech companies to pay a 3% tax on their French sales. Wait, isn't that already the case? Nope. In Europe, there's a difference between how big tech companies and brick and mortar companies are taxed. France and others have been frustrated that the changing digital economy has left their tax systems out of date. That old system only taxes revenue if a company is physically present in France. And because big tech companies are based in Silicon Valley and not in, say, the French Riviera, those companies have largely been able to avoid French taxes, even while making money off the French people. The European Union made a video to explain the problems it sees with the system. This is not fair to other businesses. Digital companies benefit from the same advantages in infrastructure as traditional businesses. High-speed internet, roads, and a stable legal system. But often, they don't contribute by paying their fair share of taxes in the countries where they do business. And the difference between what traditional companies and tech companies pay in taxes is pretty substantial. The EU reportedly estimates traditional companies pay an average of 23% in taxes in the EU, compared to less than 10% for tech companies. And given how much tech companies make, that means France has potentially lost out on a lot of tax revenue. So what is France proposing to do about this? France wants to apply a 3% tax on the revenue tech companies make off of French customers. And that tax would apply whether or not the company has a physical store or office building in France. France wants to make sure tech companies aren't benefiting from French infrastructure and market access without paying French taxes. 
The digital tax isn't targeting smaller businesses, but it would hit dozens of big companies, including US-based ones like Amazon, Facebook, and Google. And that's why those companies were in Washington to complain about this new French proposal. So how's everyone else responding to this? President Trump first criticized the French digital tax last month, declaring on Twitter that American tech firms should only be taxed in the U.S. And now the U.S. trade representative is investigating the digital tax, which means the U.S. could punish our ally, France, with tariffs. Trump reportedly told donors in the Hamptons this month that if France taxes our big tech companies, he may impose a 100% tariff on French wines. Why he's got to bring wine into it, we don't know. But the tech companies say because this digital tax raises the cost for them, they'll have to pass it on to others. Amazon now says it's raising the fees that it charges small businesses in France that use Amazon to sell their products. Meanwhile, the pressure to pay up isn't just coming from France. Italy, Spain, and the United Kingdom are debating digital taxes too. And if they all passed, tech companies could be facing a lot of new tax bills. So why should you care? One is that tax revenue keeps the world running. Governments count on the money they get from corporate taxes to pay for government services. But when corporate tax revenue shrinks, governments can be forced to find money elsewhere, which could mean raising individual income taxes or cutting government services. And if this fight over a digital tax leads to another trade war between the U.S. and France or the U.S. and other countries, the stock market and the global economy could take a hit. So what's the skim? Both President Trump and companies like Amazon are preparing for battle when it comes to digital taxes. It turns out France, the EU, and other countries are digging in too. But France might be offering a way to avoid a nasty showdown. This weekend, the leaders of some of the world's top economies are meeting for the G7 summit in France. And France has been saying, if you don't like our digital tax, then let's sit down and figure out some rules about digital taxation and settle the matter once and for all. Those G7 meetings kick off on Saturday. And if there's any big news about the future of global taxes, we'll skim it for you next week. Also, one more side note. GV, formerly Google Ventures, is a minority investor in the skim. Coming up, hackers targeted local governments in Texas and held their info for ransom. We'll explain what that's about after the break. A sustainable life extends to your perfume. Luckily, there's Fleur. Fleur makes great-smelling, clean, and sustainable fragrances, and they disclose every ingredient, plus why it was used. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code SKIMTHIS to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code SKIMTHIS at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com. Authorities in Texas say computer systems in 23 towns were targeted in a coordinated cyber attack that began last week. Reportedly, hackers infiltrated computers in these towns, seized information, and demanded money in return. Basically, a ransom. This is a thing that's happened before, and attacks like these can cause cities a lot of headaches. So first, how do ransomware attacks work? When a hacker wants to hold your info for ransom, they'll usually send an email with links or an attachment that contain malicious code. That code allows the hacker to access your files and lock and encrypt them until you pay the hacker a ransom. 
we don't have many details on what exactly happened in Texas yet or which towns were specifically targeted. Officials say they want to prevent hackers from trying this again. But here's what we do know. The attack started Friday morning. It's believed to be the largest coordinated ransomware attack ever. And the majority of computers that were targeted belong to certain departments in smaller local governments. We don't know which departments exactly, but we've seen the fallout from attacks like this before. Last year, hackers launched a separate set of ransomware attacks on Atlanta's government, which paralyzed the city for days. Computers were down, police officers had to write reports by hand, warrants couldn't be validated, and government workers weren't able to do basic tasks. The Justice Department looked into it, and in November, a grand jury indicted two Iranians for the Atlanta attack and for extorting other institutions around the country, including hospitals from Nebraska to Los Angeles. And across the U.S., city and state governments in New York, Louisiana, Maryland, and Florida have all recently reported ransom attacks on their networks. Earlier this year, two Florida cities agreed to pay almost a million dollars in Bitcoin to get their computer systems back on track. It's not clear why local governments are being targeted. Just in the first half of this year, there have been at least 22 separate ransomware attacks on city, county, and state governments across the U.S. So how can governments respond? One option is to restore data from backup files stored offline, which is great if you thought to make backups in the first place. The other is to pay the ransom, like those cities in Florida did. But that's also expensive, and the FBI says that's not a good idea because it can incentivize hackers to keep launching attacks and who knows where that money is going. We don't know if the towns in Texas have paid the ransom yet or if they intend to. But the state is working with cybersecurity experts, federal agencies like the FBI and FEMA, and units in the military to get these local governments back online ASAP. Summer is wrapping up. We know, we're sad too. One sign that it's really happening? You're seeing headlines about football. The Associated Press just released their top 25 preseason rankings. Basically, they're setting expectations on how well college football teams will do this year. The team that topped the rankings? The Clemson Tigers. This is a big deal for Clemson. The Tigers are the defending national champs after dominating the Alabama Crimson Tide 44-16 to take home the title this past January. This is the first time Clemson is number one in the AP rankings, and they're a clear favorite to make it to the playoffs again next year, along with Alabama, who came in at number two. So prepare for another season of Tide versus Tigers rivalry. The first games kick off this weekend with matchups between Miami and the University of Florida and between Arizona and Hawaii. For more on football, check out our guide on how it became such a huge sport and some of the difficulties it's facing on the Scam app. You can download it from your app store. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you about plastics. Plastics can take hundreds or thousands of years to decompose. That toothbrush you threw out as a kid is probably still out there sitting in a landfill somewhere. So scientists have been looking for alternatives to plastics that can decompose fast and be bought in stores. Now, researchers in Poland say they've got an efficient new way to do it by making faux plastic from garbage. 
natural garbage like apple peels. There's a lot of complicated science stuff involved, but basically, they can break down the sugars found in things like apple peels and turn this into aldehyde, which is a type of organic compound. The aldehyde can then get turned into a kind of eco-friendly plastic that decomposes and disappears naturally within just a few years, which could help our plastic problem disappear too. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks for listening and be sure you subscribe and leave a review. For more Skim, you can check out our premium content by downloading our app or get our free morning newsletter by subscribing at theskim.com. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox. 